I don't even know what you're singing. I, have, I don't know what this is. The sorority Gamma Phi Beta at Oklahoma City University, night two of recruitment. We sing that. We stand in a circle and sing that. Uh, actually, no, I think it's like night three. It, it's pretty. It sounds a little culty when you talk about it. We're using the best of friends, love forever. Anyway. Okay. So All right. giving away recruitment sure. secrets. Who knows if they still do that, actually? I bet they do. You're going to get a brown bag shoved over your head in the middle of the night and thrown in the back <laughs> of a van. And they're going to say, this is for telling everyone the sorority secrets. Um, yeah. uh, well, it is funny. On the, on the sorority... second night. Oh, excuse me. I was going to say, on the second night of recruitment <laughs> no. at Kappa Sigma, we all get yeah. together and sing, it's corn, a big lump with knobs. <laughs> it has the juice. It has it the has juice. The and juice. we've been singing that for 80 years. <laughs> it's a, a long tradition. Yeah. Well, you know what? That is very pop culture related. So we might as well start the show because that is the um, most popular thing in the world at the moment. Good morning, good afternoon, good go. evening, and good night. <laughs> no matter when you're listening, welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm your slightly hungover host, Billy, here <laughs> with my sister and co-host. Hey, who's that? I'm Dagny, and I have a venti coffee right now, so I'm fine. I'll, oh, I already I'll had cold this. brew. I've had water. I've had Advil. We're doing great. We're doing. It's what did very you do minor. Last I wish night? I hadn't said anything about it. I didn't do anything last night. I went to a pool yesterday and drank by the side of the pool and didn't eat enough. Ah, oh, that'll kids, do it. Kids, I ate breakfast and then I went. That's enough. And then had too much whiskey. Today? No. <laughs> yes, oh, yesterday. Today. I thought you had already had whiskey this morning. I, was like, I woke oh, up God. at nine a.m. I did two fingers of whiskey. Uh, just mm -hmm. shot it straight back. Then I ate three raw eggs um, and I put some bacon in a blender. It's still there. That's for later. Uh, I then awful. had black coffee filled with butter. And Is now I feel great. The definition of a keto diet? No, you can't have the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keto. God. Oh, summer's almost that. over, Dagny. We had, we had two... Two weeks off from the show. We'll actually probably take a week off next week because it is my fiance's birthday. Uh, but then oh, we'll be back shit. back to regular. I know. We'll figure it out. What we'll does be he back want for his soon. birthday? Oh, yeah. You should anything. get him something. You should get shit. him a car. No, you have two nice cars. I'm not going to buy no, you a no, car. I, I'm actually trying to get the Ford stolen so that we can buy a new one. Can you give me all of your tips and tricks on how to get a car stolen out of my driveway? Shut the, just leave it there. <laughs> that's all you gotta do for an hour for one hour i think we talked about this before on the podcast but my we car have. was stolen and it was it was wild um anyway koreatown where our guest actually lives um we'll get into that no it's not Ooh, that fun. exciting but fun. she's very close well, to you actually um oh that's nearby. cool yeah well before we get into the guest do you have any uh fun pop culture recap stuff you want to talk about because i have a big one that i wish i honestly wish we had an episode last week so i could have talked about it but go for it I'm wondering if it's the same thing as mine because I finished a show last night. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, well, first I will say I'm about halfway through Mad Men right now and hot take. It's very good. If anybody <laughs> hasn't watched it, it's very fun. I'm, I'm sorry. Is that show sorry. still on? It is actually. It's still running. Oh, Kieran I was going to say. Was... Somehow has de-aged to be a child again. It's very, it's very cool um, to see her. I was actually going to say like. 
can't be that good if it's not still on, but then you just took it and ran with it. I did. Um, and let me just say, this is actually a hot take. From performances I've seen of Kiernan Kiernish- Kiernan Shipka, Sally Draper is the best acting she's ever done. <laughs> wow, <laughs> That's mean to sick say, burn. but she's good. And you've heard my take of Sabrina. This is a positive, optimistic show. But I do, I love Sabrina or the, the Chilean Adventures of Sabrina. I do think Kiernan Shipka, not her fault. I just think Sabrina is the weakest part of the show. I don't think it's her <laughs> yes, acting. I think this. she's just she's just annoying as hell um, as a character. And they're as like, if you do this, six, six, if you, six, <laughs> sign of the devil, Satan, the daughter of Satan. Um, if I just I love that her answer, like, if you do this, people will die, and you'll put your life at risk. And she says, okay, and then goes and does it, and then is surprised when exactly what they say happens happens because she's dumb and annoying. Anyway, my pop culture <laughs> thing is last night I finished a fun little Netflix series that you've already talked about called Sandman, and I really liked I, it. I did too. I haven't watched episode 11, the bonus episode that came out three weeks later, but I've, I've watched the 10. Oh, it came out three weeks later. Okay, that makes sense because it is not connected at all. And right. part of me wishes it was like a Christmas special. Not that it's Christmas related, but I wish we had like a few months and then they released this because it is so different, but I really enjoyed it. And Rory Pond is the main character of the second story in the episode. What is his name? Arthur Darville. Yes. Um, he, I love him. He popped up on screen and I went, love of my life. And John was like, uh, I, I don't know who this is. That's so um, funny. But yeah, he's great. He's, he plays it's a- The whole show was so good. It, it feels, yeah. every episode feels like an issue of a comic. Like you just get that. Yeah. Like, like what it like in this episode, the Sandman goes to get his sand back in this episode. The Sandman yeah. looks for his Ruby and it's like, it's very cool that it's like, you just mm-hmm. get a standalone story. Um, I do think, I think it my... only suffers from the first half is better than the second half. I don't necessarily agree. I do think maybe the last episode is not, it might be the weakest. It's just not that interesting, but yeah, I guess you're right. I, it's all very good. I do think the not the diner, the bar episode where they meet every hundred years. Yes, the one with death. I think that was probably my favorite episode. Man. That's the best episode. That's it was phenomenal. really good. So I think after that, because that one was so good, it just wasn't as interesting afterward. But yeah. Well, and the, then the, the fiance pointed out, like, and I wish okay. I wish he hadn't, but the fiance pointed out that the problem is is that we we don't really connect with Rose. And it's because the actress is a little too focused on getting the American accent right and not on the acting. Oh. Is that a hot take? It's a hot no, take. No, I didn't even... Well, she did a good job because I didn't realize that she wasn't American. She did... Yeah, her uh, accent was good. You, yeah, but you know who was better? Her little Sorry. brother, who's also British. He's great. He was very yeah. fun. Oh, yeah, and that's what man, I, I will say, even uh, the second part of that series, though, has my favorite plot point which is the serial convention i think is oh my god that was the most amazing. incredible thing it's so good that was a convention so... of serial killers i really i was like this is prime television yeah, it's it's and i also i love boyd holbrook oh, who played um the corinthian yeah he's good I, his I eyes were him. really his mouth eyes uh, were really disturbing but the in, little tiny skull Logan. that pops up great 
I love the little skull, but he's great in Logan. He's amazing in Narcos. He's so good in Narcos. Um, and I'm so yeah. glad to see him. And how great was it to see Jenna Coleman again? I know. I wish she was bent. in it more. She'll show back I up want, in season two yeah, if they get a season two. I, I didn't realize she was in it. Every time a, a bunch of actors popped up, I was like, they've been in Doctor Who. Oh, and they've been in Doctor Who. And Doctor Who and Game of Thrones. Well, Who. also that, so Jamie Childs directed a bunch of episodes, and I think Neil Gaiman might have asked for them specifically because Jamie Childs directed like five of the episodes in Jodie Whittaker's first season. Mm, nice. So there's nice. there's a lot of Doctor Who crossover with like the production teams on this. It does which feel is cool. Doctor Who-y, which is great. Um, I last thing I'll say about Sandman, and this is nothing against the show. For some reason, I fell asleep every other episode, and it's just I think the tone of the show is very peaceful. His voice is very calming, and I <laughs> it was like a joke between John and I that I couldn't make it through a second episode without falling asleep. Granted, we usually watch it like after a work day or late at night, yeah. so it makes sense. But it's a very calming show, even though there's no, like it's a lot the of Sandman. action. You're getting it's sand nice in your eyeballs. Yeah, he's putting me to sleep. But oh my god, we haven't even it. talked about Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer. Oh Holy yeah, shit. I assume she's going to be a lot in season two, which will be a lot of fun. Well, because but... they are all DC Comics characters, which is crazy to think that like DC mm. published this and. And did you know, so fun fact, Lucifer in the comics eventually gets their own spinoff comic about Lucifer going to the human world to solve crimes. And that, mm. well, not that, that's not the plot, but the Lucifer TV show is yeah. based on that comic. So technically, oh, Gwendolyn Christie and that Lucifer are playing the same version of the character, which is funny. That's exciting. Maybe it'll be um, a fun crossover. Okay, that's enough Sandman. Um, I could yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into really the guest. It. We'll get into the guest too. I just wish I would have talked to this. Um, uh, Better Call Saul has ended. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. And Better Call Saul, hot take, is one of, if not the most perfect TV show I've ever seen. Hmm. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, it does suffer. It doesn't even suffer. It's actually good. The uh, the ending is definitely more impactful if you've seen Breaking Bad, and so maybe like yeah. if it, it's hard Walter for me to be like, up, can... right? oh, I mean, it's all flashbacks, but yeah, hmm. well, no, basically you finally get to flashbacks? the better call or the flash the... forwards. Oh, okay, <laughs> every season of Better Call Saul starts with a black and white sequence of him managing a Cinnabon in Omaha, Nebraska post breaking bad it's him with a fake identity mm. on the run and then we and that's the big you get one scene at the beginning of every season and then we go to full color and do better call saul back in 2002 and so okay. the whole show is leading up to how he becomes the saul goodman we see in breaking bad um and when we finally get there they don't like make us watch breaking bad from a different perspective they just time jump ahead to the black and white stuff and then uh, we get it all wrapped up. But just like from a, a character development, from a foreshadowing, from a storytelling, uh, it's it's a it's a perfect show. And Kim Wexler is one of the greatest characters in the history of television. Uh, I'm obsessed. Um, Very good. And it's impressive. It's impressive because like with Breaking Bad, it's like 11 seasons of television that they managed to make this good. Do you think um, Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad? It doesn't exist without it. So it's hard to say. Um, but I will say I am more invested in the character arcs of Jimmy slash Saul 
and Kim and Mike than I am of Walter and Jesse. Hmm, but I think that's because so much of Breaking Bad is about toxic masculinity and about Walter White being a piece of shit that That's I hate him. Uh, whereas as when Jimmy starts doing worse and worse things and becoming Saul Goodman, I, I, I still like him. I understand his motivation. I understand why he's a piece of shit. Uh, and I think he's just more fun as a character. Yeah. Walter um, White's just a selfish little sociopath. Yes. Yes, where Jimmy is a con man with big dreams, and it's kind of cute. Aww, that is cute. <laughs> but it's but also like the final four episodes are completely unexpected. Not what we, anyone expected the show to be. We got Carol Burnett in all four episodes, which was insane. Which oh, apparently yeah. came about John told me that. Be because yeah, because Carol Burnett was a big Breaking Bad fan, and her and Vince Gilligan stayed in touch. And he finally, finally, finally wrote her a role. Uh, where she just oh my god and it's you know watching carol burnett and bob odenkirk two <laughs> comedy legends delivering one of the scariest most serious dramatic scenes i've seen in television was incredible very cool so watch better yeah, call saul day. if you watch breaking bad and never jumped into it jump into it i highly recommend it because it really is all the breaking bad stuff that when it does show up is just like wink wink cameo cameo you don't really need it it's just the final final two episodes do a little bit of like this is an epilogue of better call saul and breaking bad got it and they kind of wrap them all up in a nice little <laughs> ending that i loved Cool. To give you a little timing of when I will watch Better Call Saul, just put the distance that I have between now and Mad Men and now and Sopranos. So maybe when I'm like 35 or 40, I'll be watching Better Call Saul. And oh boy, will I talk to you like it, you've never seen it. And I'll be like, I can't this wait. show is so I cannot good. Wait. So look forward to that in 10 years. <laughs> just kidding. I'll try and watch it before that. Okay. We've waited long enough, and my our lovely guest is sitting next to me, which is so nice. I love when we have guests I, in person. I do too. I do too because we make them just sit there and not say anything, and then we pretend <laughs> yeah. it's not incredibly weird. As Joe Rumreal once said, like a little stinker in the corner <coughs> waiting to get started. Oh, I love it so much. It's a very good definition. Just a little stinker in the corner. Um, mm -hmm. Although she does not stink, and she also got her hair done yesterday, and it looks glorious. And without further ado, the beautiful, the hilarious, one of my favorite people that I haven't even known that long, but I do adore her. Her name is Jane Karkover, and I wrote down her last name phonetically so I didn't mispronounce it. Hi. <laughs> hi. Welcome, Jane. Welcome, welcome. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, hello, hello. Jane, welcome to the Poptimist offices here at the corner of Burbank and Sepulveda. <laughs> Thank you for coming all the way up to the ninth floor to record with us today on our state-of-the-art podcasting studio. It's so good to have you here. It is absolutely gorgeous here. I've never seen views like this. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I think I saw a dolphin. Like, it's pretty crazy. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah, we do gorgeous. have a rooftop dolphin aquarium. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. They will, they will, uh, they will flop down the waterfall in the main atrium, and then we have to carry them back up. But it's worth it. It is. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jane, it is nice to see you. Welcome to the show. Thank so nice to see you. This is the first time you're meeting Jane. Jane, tell right, them well, you... where were you born? Jane, tell them <laughs> where were you born. What's your sure. astrology sign? Well, first of all, I just wanted to say thanks for having me on. I, I definitely didn't you know, annoy Dagny to have me on this podcast because 
I think it's so cool and amazing, and I just wanted to be part of it. Um, my name is uh, Jane Karkover. I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> nice. In New York City. Now I'm in LA. I don't know what else. I'm 26. Just New shy York. Of 27. You're a New baby. York. I'm a little tiny little baby. Concrete jungle <laughs> where dreams are made of. I mean, Taylor Swift once sang about it. it must be a cool um, place. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like any New York City person you ask, even people who like Taylor Swift, will just be like, "Please don't mention that song. Please don't mention that song." Welcome to New York. Welcome Oof. to New York. <laughs> that's rough. It wasn't a bop. It wasn't, but that's okay. Not not, not everything. A bop. Not everything, but some things. Uh, like it's corn. <laughs> oh beautiful big knobs it's got the juice it's got the juice did you know did you know the guy who made that song who remixed it is the <laughs> same guy who 12 years ago yes. remixed hide your kids hide your wives hide your really? husband it's the same this song it's like the songify the news what a cultural icon like we what's should get his... this guy on the podcast I, but also like what's his thing like does he have a job making theme songs for people he must right because he's hopefully. so successful yeah i mean the intro to kimmy schmidt is inspired by him billy are you about That's, to yes into you're your hand? so right i okay <laughs> i told right. jane the other night that you've always sneezed into your hand and we shit on you and you weren't there I'm That's so sorry. That's so mean, I'm and I've been doing you. so much better about sneezing into my elbow, but I didn't mute myself so I could sneeze, and the audience wouldn't hear about it, and you just had to fucking call me out, and now I haven't sneezed, and it's going to happen sometime later in the show, because don't now mute, I'm- Don't mute yourself when you do. The audience deserves to hear the sneeze. I want to hear it. I want to hear that sneeze. All right. Straight All right. into your hand. Apparently right. Harry Styles also sneezes straight into his hand, so, you know, he's doing fine. And he I wears sneeze, wigs. I sneeze straight into yeah. my tit. Is that like normal? <laughs> that's, that's a normal. That's a normal move. I just move and then let it down. Yeah, just lift it up. It's like a tissue. For people listening, I have very large breasts <laughs> to be able to do that. <laughs> she told me sometimes they choke her in her sleep. They do. They do. So that's you turn the wrong way, and it kind of tilts itself towards your neck, and you're like, oh, you just wake up out of a dream, <laughs> mad at your body. It's fun. That's always very fun. <laughs> Billy's uncomfortable. Um, no, I love it. I wish my tits tried to kill me. Um. <laughs> um, okay, I do. I, I would love to just keep chatting, but we should get into your topic because open up your laptop so you can look at your research. <laughs> she has her laptop next to us so she can look at her notes. Um, Mostly because otherwise I will go on a tangent <laughs> if I don't yes. know. Like, so this is good. Fair enough. Fair enough. I almost looked and saw what it was, but I didn't. So Jane has done a lot of research. She has her laptop right here in front of her. Um, and I always appreciate when our guests do research. So if you're listening, you're a future guest, do research or we will kick you out. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> the joking. whole point the whole point of Poptimus is that we have a well-researched topic every episode where Dagny and I do none of the work. Okay? Yes. It's all a scam <laughs> to make the guests do the research. And yeah. if you haven't listened to Poor, welcome to Poptimus. This is a show where uh, we try to be optimistic about things in pop culture, especially things that are widely reviewed as bad or not popular. Uh, so we always have a guest come in and bring something from pop culture that they love, that they want to explore with us. And today, Jane, I'd love to find out what we've got. I'm ready to Google myself. Okay. It's a topic within a topic. Are you guys ready? Ooh. So... The topic overall section. topic is, it's Korean smut, baby. 
<laughs> yes. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. The, the book that is kind of the topic of conversation that has gotten so much popularity, but also so much like, why are you reading this? Why are you, why are you into this? It's called Under the Oak Tree. Uh, and it's written by Suji Kim. Okay. Now I'm looking at your notes. Yeah. Now that yeah. It's been revealed. So um, I just want to talk about this because I think it's something that really took over <laughs> during the pandemic mm-hmm. and got, I think, I don't want to stereotype, but definitely like women uh, really engaged in reading this type of romance. Uh-huh. And I mean, I've talked to you a little bit about you it. You have. You tried to get yeah. me to buy, we went to a Barnes and Noble together and she tried to get me to buy smut. <laughs> and, and that's, so, so, you know, in a really basic general sense, it's pornography for women. Mm-hmm. That's way more stimulating. Stimulating and has a story, right? Great. But, however, if we're talking about why this became popular and why I think it became popular, I think it's because, especially during COVID, especially a lot of people were breaking up or a lot of people were on their own. And I think for women watching pornography endlessly or just doing that just kind of lost its spark spark and it never had it never really had a spark in the beginning if we're going to talk about it for real like pornography isn't really there to work you up it's just to it's 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 made for men it's made for straight men mostly 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 yes you mean you don't enjoy storylines in pornography (laughs) i'm joking they're so well curated um so someone order a pizza Yep. Got a, I got a big sausage pizza here for you. Right, oh, exactly. And after a while, dick. I'm like, yeah, after a while, I'm like, I know it's your dick. I know it's your dick. It's a pizza. You're not fooling me. It is just a pizza. Yeah. That's sexy. Actually, that would be really sexy. If it was actually a pizza, I'd be like, where is this going? <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. So a bottle I, of red wine. Something like, that kind of- We're going to talk about our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about that's Ooh, that would make me come immediately <laughs> <laughs> is that appropriate for go for it we okay. talked about what did we talk about with caitlin oh fan fiction we did a whole fan episode fiction. of deep diving into that got, uh, uh great that really got dirty at fan the fiction. end yeah that was fun so yeah so i think uh it, so that, this yeah go ahead no i was gonna uh, say under the oak tree yeah is it is it a comic book type situation or is it right so this is what i wanted to lean into so these books got so popular and under the oak tree i think is one of the most popular examples it's what got me into reading these books Mm. it was getting translated at a super fast pace by actual readers because the book is actually in korean and um there's no official translation so people were taking time out of their day to upload translations for people to read chapters oh wow which is kind of incredible yeah. And what was, what was I think, pulling people into it was the story was kind of really good. Hmm. It was fantastical. And then it was coupled with these really graphic, graphic but like enjoyable sex scenes. And so on top of reading the scenes, you were also like vying for the characters and hoping that things would work out. And um, it was kind of eat your cake and also have it in front of you and look at it and so pretty you know it's I don't know if that's the same but <laughs> it's a very pretty cake it's a very pretty cake and I get to eat it as well you know it, mm-hmm. it's it's a very good storyline for 
decent storyline for most. And um, I also get to get turned on by it. Cool. Awesome. So um, because it gained such popularity, I'm assuming, uh, Billy, what you just saw was the Mawa. <laughs> there you there it is. The sneeze. That was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was in your elbow. I'm so proud of you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Beautiful execution. Nine out of ten. Wow. <laughs> Even Wesley liked great. it. Did you hear the meow? You went, wow. Thank you, Wesley. I've been practicing. Um, but yeah, so um, he uh, basically, he, whatever. Uh, Billy, you were looking at. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what drew you to it? Loneliness. Is that sad? Oh, okay. Um, Her notes are very funny. Uh, but we'll get, we'll that's get to how it. my brain works. Uh, but what ended up happening is kind of this transition into the next very popular thing that started happening is people started getting into Mawa. And if you don't know what Mawa is, it's a Korean version of manga. Okay. Okay. So people started really getting into it because they really loved the story. And then the thing that started drawing people in was the Mawa. The illustrations were so great mm. and the characters were so hot that that is actually the first thing that was advertised to me. I saw the Mawa and that's how I found out about the book. Oh, okay. And so there's a bunch of new stories that get are so good that artists get inspired and make Mawas from. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So it's, it's a, an interesting coupling. Now, the one thing that is, I think, kind of funny, and I think this has to stem to the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spoke to my friend who... Uh, was in Japan for a really long time and also knows like Japanese culture and manga culture. And I think this kind of translates to Mawa culture as well as the books are very explicit. The Mawa mm-hmm. is not. Okay. It is very much, we're alluding to sex. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to happen, but you're not going to see it. And so okay. I think, I think that's the thing that also draws people in is they're like, okay, like I want, I want to know, like I want to imagine these characters and then they read the book. So, um, what should I move on to? I guess like what drew me to it. What right? drew you to it? Well, I did. <laughs> I exactly wanted to what ask. It says. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this, um, uh, is this published in Korea or is it an online publication? Just because I'm looking at Amazon and it called it, what did it call it? says this volume collects episodes one through 39 of the web novel under the oak tree also there's five books so it's yeah there's five books oh wow it's a web novel i've only been able to read to the second book because it hasn't been translated officially in english and so people are literally looking for someone to translate it like they're looking otherwise you could do like a google translate right reading it but that is like gonna be a mess of words and whatever so that's something interesting too is it's a community you're like looking for people <laughs> you're looking for sorry people i'm trying to scroll it like i'm looking at like all the images and every once in a while like a video will just start i'm sorry guys <laughs> you're just watching though. tiktoks ah that's and what so- yeah keep talking i'm gonna watch tiktok watch yeah. tiktoks over here <laughs> so um it's gotten so big that the other day i was i mean i live in koreatown it's a really great place to get your car stolen <laughs> <laughs> hilarious um, and um <laughs> I saw a freaking billboard for a Mawa. Um, you know semantic what Semantic error. About. I live on that street. There you go. So you saw no, semantic no. And error. I had to Google it. And I was like, there's no way this is two full-size billboards advertising a gay homoerotic comic book. 
And it fucking is. And it fucking is. And I kind of <laughs> love that. I kind of love that. But here's the thing. So going kind of deeper into it, right? People who start to read Mawa, because I'm not, I'm not really into anime whatsoever. I don't like hentai. I think it perpetuates like rapey, rapey culture. I don't mm-hmm. like, I don't really particularly go towards anime. I think I have, you know, Ghibli Studios that I love and cherish. And mm-hmm. then there's uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. And then I'm kind of like good. Yeah. You know, it's about the same uh, thing. But, well, Airbender is American too. It's just in the it style is. of. Yes. Uh, but um, with these Mawas, you know, it, they've started to also become uh, smutified or if, if anybody wants to know what smut, did I already explain what smut means? No, go for it. So smut doesn't <laughs> pertain to just Korean <laughs> novels. It's just a description <laughs> for sexually explicit books. Mm-hmm. Um, the good ones. The good ones. Yeah. So you can have American written. It doesn't matter. Um, this is yep. just so particular because these books are written in, in tandem almost with their illustrations. It's kind of incredible. These web novels are made and then someone illustrates them. So yeah, um, that is cool. Something that you saw semantic error, right? That is a really big thing of uh, Mawas that are smut and they will actually show the sex scenes. However, a very interesting part of it is that they always blur out the penis. Oh. Yep. They blur out the penis and the vagina. And they don't blur it out like, ooh, you can't see it. It's more like a, a, an epic light is emanating from both of them. <laughs> so that yes. it's like too blinding. You can't see it. You can't even look near it. Yeah. Oh, That's too beautiful. Yes. Just put your eye out. And, it, and it's make a, a lot, lot of dick jokes. A lot of the... the <laughs> A lot of the smut, like manga and mawa that I've seen, is um, more often than not, it's uh, uh, it's gay. It's it's man and man, and I really love that. And I love mm-hmm. that there's it Same. almost feels like it almost feels like there's like a self expression <laughs> there that's great. You know, that's that's like this is kind of a little niche that you as someone who you know doesn't. Uh, stem towards one gender can experience and enjoy and it's hot and really sexy and also romantic because there's like a storyline and whatever and Mm -hmm. pictures and whatnot um I particularly enjoy it because I'm you know I'm bisexual and to me it's hot to see different types of sexual intimacy being explored Mm -hmm. I just always think it's funny and remember that uh because it's a different culture there's like a globe around everyone's genitals but this is kind (laughs) of the progression of what happens is people read it and then they see the illustrations and then they want more and then there's maybe like something that's a little more risque I guess um in that genre but I kind of wanted to talk about it because I think it's so you know, after seeing that billboard, I was like, Jesus Christ, like, this is big. Like, this is big. I am, I am so glad you brought it up because I, I mean, literally, I turn up that street to come home. And when that billboard went up, I was like, okay, so it looks a little gay, but I might be reading into it. And then I finally Googled it. And I was like, I was like, what, what is happening? That mm-hmm. Beverly Boulevard in Los Angeles has two full-size gay korean comic book billboards and, and that is yeah. fascinating and they're porny you know what i mean they got mm. a little porn yeah. going on it's not it because if you think about it in reference to anything else that's being advertised i mean you could say 50 shades of gray could be advertised on a billboard sure yeah. but it's not illustrated 
right that's kind of incredible it's a, it's a comic book that is being and it i mean yeah. it's there anyone can look it up whatever i think that's kind of awesome and also in koreatown yeah um like as a film. person who works in billboards if you have enough money you can pretty much put anything on a billboard oh, that's good to know okay <laughs> except for like uh some vendors don't allow like guns or blood but like you can for the for the price you can kind of you can do it so, I mean, it's very it's expensive and it's, it's, very, so it's amazing that they did it in general. Right. A hundred percent. But it's, you know, I mean, Billy can attest to this. You don't really mm-hmm. know. Like, it's just kind of semantic error. And it's like this guy with a cap and he's like thinking about something and it's all drawn. And Oh, can, uh, well, can... that's that's what got me is it says the text says, <clears throat> I hate that I can't stop thinking about him. Or it's like, I wish I don't I wouldn't think about him, but I do like something where uh-huh. I was like, think about him what thinking about no. him are you thinking about him <laughs> thinking about him and it's god and then i also <laughs> i also learned that it's got a live action adaptation as like a drama tv show mm. i hate I that i miss it. him but i do i love all these spinoffs and and a lot of it is fans a lot of it is like people want to write a story about it people want to keep i mean i think it's kind of beautiful that for example under the oak tree she just like wanted to write this and she just wanted to make these books and so many people fell in love with it that they were like please we we want to like we want it to be able to reach anybody and everybody we'll spend yeah. time out of our day after work to translate it i mean there's comments underneath these translations going hey guys i've been feeling a little sick so i wasn't able to translate but i'll be back and i'll be put up like two more chapters tomorrow that's For so nice that is so cool that For is so free. cool so it's just something, I mean, there's always. Oh, that's a nice billboard. Yes. I actually took yeah, a picture of it. I found a picture. <laughs> oh, I found this um, one online, but yeah, I, I think I'd, I'll probably take a picture if I go walk the dogs later. That's lovely. But yeah, I think it's, I think that's mostly people. I don't know if I bring this up in general to people, they're like, what? Yeah, I'm guilty of this because when <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought this up so I can apologize because no. we did go to Barnes and Noble and I was like okay i'm not i'm not gonna do it but to each their own but you're making now that i'm you know taking the time to listen to your interests i get it it sounds it sounds <laughs> on nice. my show i only I, now that i've invited you on my show about pop culture <laughs> now i'm actually listening about your interests thank you for giving yeah. me content yeah. uh yes no. I, mean, I, I, mean, I felt also- i feel bad i also i felt bad that time too because i was like i kind of just blew that uh, that off even though we were kind of jokey but we were really joking i could tell you you actually you actually loved it and i'm sorry no it's totally (laughs) fine and also i get it i think that's the whole point of like this podcast is that Mm -hmm. like it's definitely like a topic that is like what the what are you talking about right but it's like weirdly very popular and a lot of i mean there's i mean everybody comments what a pad anytime there's something sexual like they're always like what a pad this is a what a pad novel you know like what does that mean what a pad is like a a type of uh i think it's a mobile app where you can read these mawas or mangas yes. for money but there's people out there who are translating it for free so you can okay um <clears throat> do it as well um but uh i think it's really nice i think it's a really interesting conversation that i had with one of my friends who was like you know, I've tried to stop watching uh, pornography and uh, using my imagination or reading because he he feels like overstimulated and almost like jarred by it all. Um, mm-hmm. 
or maybe I'm just putting words into his mouth, but I found that really interesting because I was like, hey, guess what? I don't really watch pornography either anymore. I read. And I think there's a, yeah. the, the reason why I do it. Hi, Mike again. Uh, the reason, <laughs> and I am petting uh, my cat. Uh, yeah. the, the audience knows Wesley. He okay. does this. Yeah. yeah. I'm petting Wesley because I love him so goddamn much. Um, I think it's really beautiful too. I, I mean, I have to tell you guys, like, there's a really big difference of being turned on by porn or or being turned on by reading something. And mm-hmm. that's slow. I mean, it's kind of what you guys talked about in Game of Thrones, like wait, waiting for that travel. Mm-hmm. It takes a while to travel. You're experiencing it in real time almost. And if we look at it like a woman's body in general, the longer you take and the longer you get into the mood, the better it is. Your senses are heightened. You're enjoying things more. So if you're getting intimate with your partner and you read a chapter beforehand, that's a really fun great way to like get into something as well as you find out a new story development and you're like cool i want to you know find out what's gonna happen there (laughs) right i don't know i would like to ask about under the oak tree yes what's the plot now that we get about what like how it comes from how it came about what it is what is this about so it's a very um it's a genre that i think is (laughs) very interesting and I'll get into it, but this is what it's about. So basically um, a young woman, Maximilian, she uh, is, her Great father name. is like, right? I love it. Her father has to, um, he wants to marry her off. He doesn't want to deal with her. Uh, he's just like a terrible father figure in general. And so he uh, marries her off to this night that she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And they have to spend their first night together. And then, the knight has to leave on like this like very epic aggressive battle for three years and she doesn't hear from him nothing and when he comes back he's like why didn't you write to me i missed you i like whatever it's a very he's like very much in love with her and into her and she is petrified because she has a incredible stutter she has a lot of trauma because her father beat her and and was super abusive so she's going from that to someone who's like i will literally kill anyone who tries to hurt you and so she didn't know what to do with herself, let alone how to be. Um, and they have communication issues because he's like also very within himself and very um, he's seen as this amazing great knight that like no one can defeat. But he's also incredibly like uh, this is so funny for me to explain this. But he's also like incredibly like it's tough for him to explain his feelings or talk about them, but he wants to. And she also has issues discussing her feelings because she's going through PTSD and like everything else um and so basically the first book is their journey to his home and the beginning of their life together and her learning magic her learning that she can oh wow she can learn magic oh high fantasy baby high fantasy (laughs) it's really and again if you don't like fantasy uh i wouldn't suggest it because there's a lot of like lore and whatever there's other books that aren't in that genre it's not all that way but um, something to take note of is this book and a couple others that have gained popularity. They really deal with the brooding, uh, brooding large male who has a lot of things going on, but really cares for his partner mm-hmm. and the partner who's never experienced love and is finally being like over, like. <laughs> 
aggressively smashed with it from like a very like (laughs) 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 I mean that sounds really but it's a recipe for people to go I want to see how they fuck you know what I mean it's like a it's definitely a place where you're like I I mean I've seen season one of Outlander I've actually more specific I've read the first two Outlander books and I'm gonna say this it's fully that yeah, it also feels like uh, a little season season one of Bridgerton, which is another kind of slow burn that people are yeah. like, ah, sexy. It's also a little bit of Daenerys and what's the guy that she <laughs> loved? Uh, wow, we've been talking oh, about Game of Thrones. Oh, Dar- uh, 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 Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. It's like that too. Yeah, a little name. less aggressive uh, rape in the beginning. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That but, was a lot to start off but with. Yeah. But it's and that, like- that actually still pisses me off because it, it that doesn't happen in the books. Really? He like, from, he, like, from the beginning, like, seeks consent from her. They added all that in the fucking show. That's fucked up. HBO, what the fuck? I hate that. Yeah, where she's like, no, I'll teach you how to have sex like a normal person. And it's like, he already, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, in the books, yeah. he's very, very polite <laughs> from the beginning. That, that's something else I like about the genre smut is, um... <clears throat> I keep clearing my throat. I'm, I'm trying to lean away from the no. mic when I do it. I apologize um, if- it's, it's because she's she's she never talks about this kind of stuff, so she's got to keep drinking water, <laughs> or she's gonna pass out. <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. But it, it um, I like this genre because um, something that's really great because it's written by a woman is the first thing he does is like he's like I want to get you ready for sex so that it doesn't hurt, and so instead of him just putting it in, mm-hmm. it's he goes down on her for a while and like does all these like things that a woman would really want and wish for <laughs> and then finally the the outcome is sex and something that i i do enjoy about these smut novels is that like the men are always ready for like round three <laughs> like they're just yes. like and the, the woman's like i need a break <laughs> i kind of love that i i i because in reality it's sometimes <clears throat> the other way um so Oh yeah, uh, no Outlander, and that's the thing. Outlander, the TV show, is horny, but Outlander, the book, is smut. Like it's, it is. Oh really? Yeah. Didn't know oh that. yeah, Did like it. you'll have you'll have full like time travel, fear for her life, getting accused of being a witch, living in Scotland, and then Jamie's just like, "Here's my penis," and she's like, "God, I love yeah. that penis," and then they just <laughs> smash by the river. Yeah. Including, oh, I think but... in the first book, there's one where they smash immediately after he murders three British soldiers. <laughs> if i remember correctly they were about to have sex they get (laughs) yeah yeah, they get ambushed he kills three of them and then they finish fucking it's wild book so so that's the thing though but it's enjoyable you're reading the storyline and you're also anticipating these really well-written sex scenes that are actually i think a little bit based in fantasy but also based in what women desire and kind of wish for um, yeah. And also what men desire and wish for uh, in whatever type of like relationship. I think I think it's such a there's such a narrow viewpoint of what s- hot sex looks like, especially like even I want to say in like America mm-hmm. that it's just. It's well, that's because nice we're to... such a Puritan culture to begin with. Right. Yeah. It's right. wild because in like uh, I remember talking a long time ago in like european countries the things that are censored on tv are mm-hmm. violence mm-hmm. and in america what's mostly censored on tv is nudity um mm-hmm. which i think is backwards <laughs> it seems oh yeah very odd 
like Game of Thrones, we can watch someone's, we don't see it, but in the, in House of Dragon, which we didn't talk about this at the beginning, but next week we can talk about House of Dragon if you've watched it. If yeah. I feel like watching it, sure. I know, it's it's fun. Um, Anyway, but I'm like, oh, this guy gets his dick cut off and we're like, oh, that's unfortunate. But maybe not, Game, Game of Thrones doesn't censor much, but like in general, other television shows, you just don't see it. It's like, Oh, it's getting spicy. And then it cuts to them like with blankets perfectly covering boobs. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I have two Russian parents, uh, mm-hmm. two European parents. Um, and I remember being able to watch Pretty Woman with my dad when I was six. It was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but not being able to watch like Dreamcatcher or whatever, which I ended up secretly watching anyways when I was 10 and got completely traumatized by because it was freaking scary. Hmm. And um I, don't, I, I definitely agree that there's there's something I don't understand why seeing somebody's head get cut off is not um, is not a traumatizing visual versus seeing two people who care for each other have sex. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. America, what are you doing? Um, oh, yeah. can I mention one more thing that's like a funny thing about please do I, this is fascinating yeah. honestly yeah go ahead this is a really we haven't had a book since john in episode what three four yeah i wouldn't but see the thing is i feel like john probably had like a really like great book and this is like <laughs> and this is like if you're trying to get one off and see a good story you know it's, uh, <laughs> no, i think i think john is turned on by experimental literature <laughs> i also i do want to say when you google when you google under the oak tree the yeah. first thing that pops up is an ad for a a comic reader on your phone. Like, so if you want to if you want to read this, it's not even that particular story. It's just install now Manta Comics and graphic novels. Yes, Manta Comics. There you go. They make you pay though. Ah, ah. No, I want my porn for free. Which is which is <laughs> I would say I kind of get that because like these are artists who are creating this work. Yeah. And if yes. they're getting paid, but if they're getting paid for it, I don't know if this app is giving them a totally low percentage and taking all the money or if they're getting paid for their work, because if they're getting paid for their work, great. But it's that kind of little Are these model. the writers or the people translating? These are the people uh, who are uh, illustrating. So like under oh, the tree was it. illustrated. However, mm-hmm. the writers like, like Suji Kim has her stuff on Amazon. She can sell her books. That's the great part. Would it be awesome if we could pay a translator to go through it and pay it? Yes, I think there's some people who are like, I'll accept donations because I'm like going through this whole book. I think the whole thing is that everyone's just looking for one overall translator to do it because yeah. there's like five people doing it at once and it's all um. over the place. Um, but funny fact or just funny thing. A lot of these Korean novels, the titles are translated as well. <laughs> and sometimes the titles are translated in a really weird way. <laughs> There is, there is a, okay, just bear with me. Like, I'm going to say the title and you guys are going to be like, oh no, Jane. (laughs) There is a book called, it's a great smut book, (laughs) Korean smut book. It's called Predatory Marriage. (laughs) Okay. Now, as someone who's reading that in English, you're going to go, what kind of pedophilic shit is this? Like, what are we doing here? Predatory marriage. What it is, is that her husband or soon-to-be husband, mm-hmm. is part animal. <laughs> and he's in love with her, and she's his, like, she feels almost like his prey, because when he's, like, into her, she's... Hot. But 
hot, very hot, very cool. We love it. But the title? Interesting. Yeah, the title's interesting. And if there was somebody hired to translate it right, they would probably mess around with it a little bit more and say, okay, if this is going to be like read in America, we need a... <laughs> we need... I love, I love translations without context, though. Exactly. Like, I love... It's what a, a one of my this is a weird little peek into my head, but the um the original Final Fantasy VII was translated into English very quickly, and the it was translated by one person, and they didn't actually get to play the game while they were translated. They just had the script. Oh god! So it was just paper, <laughs> um, and that so you get a couple of like incredible moments. So like Cloud is very brooding and very mm -hmm. serious. And there's one part of the game where you're, there's like a volcano and there's like an item on the other side of some lava. And he's like, we can't go there yet. But then he says, that fire will make crispy critters out of us in no time. And you're like, crispy critters? <laughs> where did this? And it's just every, it's things like that where it's like without context. It's like, he doesn't talk like this ever anywhere else. Why does he say crispy critters? And just like weird, every once in a while, like critters. a whole, like, yeah, a character yeah, will say something and they're trying to make it like, It'll be like slang in Japanese. So they're trying to make it slang in English, but they don't yeah. pick the right slang. I love mm. shit like that. Yes. So that's something to expect with even semantic error. That's a little weird of a title. <laughs> it is. Yes. It's no, I, cause it was like semantics is like the understanding of words or like how words are interpreted. And I was like, so semantic error. So I guess it's a story about miscommunicating, but then it's just like horny gay shit. <laughs> All right. What a weird the title. title. Is horny Gation. <laughs> the translation was semantic error. Semantic error. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a little. I mean, there's so many where it's like if I disobey the Duke, and it's like if you what like what happens then, or you know, mm -hmm. it's if I, like it'll cut off. Um, but the predatory marriage is my favorite because it is so <laughs> aggressive. Yep. And you don't know until you like read it um which begs to say you know what's wrong with me why did i why didn't i just go hey that title's fucked up i'm not gonna read this i was like what is, what's going on it sounds a little hot no i get it because the because the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god because the cover is like this hot like shirtless guy and i was like maybe like there's a translation error and i was right it was absolutely just <laughs> just a bad translation of the title yeah because like under the oak tree that's kind of cute but semantic i mean sem i cannot get over it now that we're talking about that semantic error is such a bad title it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> wesley's like <laughs> wesley is gagging right now <laughs> good job good cat that's yep. so funny um well wow. before we we wrap up anything else you want to say about under the oak tree or about this genre in general oh yeah so i i tried to Put down like what's not great about it so the some of the unrealistic parts is every male has an enormous penis it is enormous <laughs> it is the size of a forearm it is the woman is always like i don't know how that's gonna go in me i don't know how i'm gonna accommodate that and that apparently grows even larger inside of her. like it's a lot <laughs> that's one of the parts where i'm like ow you know not really for it that's yeah, a very moderately sized dicks need representation too Average penises in smut. This is what we're rooting for. We yeah. want regular penises because regular penises are fun. Mm -hmm. And large penises sometimes bruise our cervix. That, yeah. Okay. I so. also have that problem. Or they bruise our, they bruise <laughs> other parts. Other parts. Yeah. You can just so, say behole. Oh, well, I was going to say the back of the throat too. 
Oh, well, not if you, you know, not if you relax correctly. Do you remember the dentist? What? There was a little while on TikTok where dentists yes. were like, if you sucked dick the night or like a couple days within the week that you come to the dentist, they can tell in your mouth. There's a bruising at the top of your mouth that they'll be able to tell. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Did you know that? Listeners, did you know? New, I need I need a new dentist. <laughs> yeah, it was on it was on TikTok for a while, and one dentist said it, and everybody was like, "There's no way." And then other dentists were like, "No, there, it's, it's a way. It's true." Yeah, we know. Uh, isn't that wild, Billy? Billy's face. <laughs> He's upset. <laughs> the other thing is, you know, I don't think. <laughs> oh, Billy! Sick. So I, I pulled out a flashlight, and I'm going to see. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, Jane, who I just met, and my sister. Can God. you tell how long it's been since I sucked a dick? Stop. <laughs> Put it away. Oh, yesterday night. Okay, perfect. <laughs> You're a little off. You're off by a couple hours, but we're good. Oh, good um, stuff. Oh, my God. Jake's <laughs> like, oh, wow. Billy, you may have to do another disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. Like the at this fiction. point, at this point, the, the if you're listening know. to Poptimist, it's going to be a little bit sexually explicit, even on like an episode where we're talking about Paw Patrol. Like, who knows? <laughs> I did. I did want to, you know, I did want to say, like, I, I hope it's all right. I know I had a topic that was quite. No, I love it. You know, it, intrusive in that way. But um, <laughs> I also think it's pretty healthy in a lot of ways, because I think it's a cool thing yes. to explore if you're looking for something to excite you that because you're tired of what you're being fed constantly on Pornhub, you know, or whatever other site. Sorry, Pornhub, if you're sponsoring this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I want to say- They are our biggest sponsor. The, biggest spon <laughs> the other thing I want to say is, you know, it's one of those things like, I can't believe I'm mentioning New Girl, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's not crazy thought provoking it's fun and it's a story and you want to read it, but it's also easy on the brain. And if you just want to read something and you're like, I, there are some books where you're like, I need to prepare myself mentally mm -hmm. for, for reading this next chapter. This is not that. And I think that's kind of nice. It's like watching a show that you're like, like new girl that you can just kind of put on in the background. And yeah. Can you guys tell that I like new girl? I love new girl. Um, and you're right. It, you can just pop it on leave 30 episodes playing and i'll and feels, watch it and it feels good but then yeah. also you, if you sit down and pay attention to it, you're like oh this is this is a good episode or whatever so yeah. that's my topic what is did you go i love it what people dislike about it i think what people dislike about it is that <clears throat> it's seen as like this taboo kind of thing it's like why are you why not just read a book like why are you reading this web novel written online and there's sex in it like this is this is not this is this, there's nothing um the in initial thought is like there's nothing actually stimulating you thought wise in this why don't you just go read a book and then watch porn mm. <laughs> and or or they're like this is such a weird genre like why why are you this it's such a i don't know how to explain it but it's like such a it is strange in its own way and it's because it's popular but niche and so someone who isn't into that type of illustration or doesn't really care about that kind of storytelling uh it's kind of looked at a little bit like fan fiction which is you know 
what what's wrong with you like why are you reading these novels written online translated by other people where there's like people commenting at the bottom like that was the hottest chapter yet can't wait for the next one <laughs> like why are you doing that and it's like because there's a sense of community to it yeah and it's kind of nice and you don't feel really alone and at the same time you do feel a little bit stimulated and you do feel a little bit like i'm getting more than just uh the lesson's looking at me i'm getting more <laughs> than just like a a jerk session out of this i'm getting some kind of like excitement and some kind mm-hmm. of uh i don't know i'm is that does that make sense it does i like it so that's this was like a, a perfect topic. You did. You followed the instructions. Yeah, perfectly. iconic. Yeah. And if you listening at home are interested, "Under the Oak Tree" by Suji Kim. Suji is S U J I. Uh, you can find it on Kindle. You can find it online. Um, you can probably find it for. Can you find it for free or people pay? You for can. It? So I don't think you can actually. You can find it online, but you're gonna get a Korean book. So if anybody can read in Korean, awesome. But oh, important note. <laughs> Yeah, that's the important note is if you want to translate it, that's where you go online and go mm. under the oak tree, English book one translation. And you'll you'll find uh, there's light novel that does it and um, a couple other uh, places that do it. Mm. And uh, yeah, but they're all free because there's no like overall translator. That's the one thing that. Yeah, that's very sense. cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today, Jane Karkover. And thanks for bringing us under the oak tree by Suji Kim. Um, are we feeling good, Dagny? Are we feeling I'm optimistic? Feeling yeah, I'm very optimistic. This is, I, I really enjoyed this. You did a very good yeah. job. This is very different than I, she actually ran this by John and John was like, good job. Good topic. I approve. Yeah, it's great. Super it's so fast. good. <laughs> John's like, well, absolutely. Best thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, moving right along here on Poptimist, we like to end the show with a game. And this is a game called What a Pitch. And this is where we have our guest give Dagny and I a prompt for any kind of pop culture project. And we have 30 seconds to pitch the idea. And then our guest will pick a winner. Um, and Jane, if you're, are you feeling good? Are you feeling ready to go? I'm ready to go. I'm freaking improv right now. Let's do this. Okay. Dagny, guys- I'm going to let you go first because you guys are in the room together. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's stay on topic a little bit, right? Oh, wait. Billy can't I'm going to mute yet. myself and I'm going to leave. Yeah, he's got a remove his headphones okay do i tell you the topic first yes okay. yeah you tell me all right so uh we'll stay on topic and we'll do this is going to i be love that you're whispering billy can't hear you a smut novel okay. about uh a woman falling in love with a cat that is secretly a man and the man transforms at night and he's the best lover she's ever had but it's really hard to explain because during the day he's a cat this makes me a bit uncomfortable since I am a woman with a boy cat. Um, Should I change it? No, 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 no. Billy's going to love this. Um, let me think. I'm going to think more along the lines of like Twilight with like Bella and Jacob. Because actually, Billy's going to have to wait for a second. Would you consider Twilight kind of smut-esque, but also, you yeah. know, religiously sexually repressive? It's very, it's, it's, I, I, w- I wouldn't say it's fully smut just because of that. I think uh, the book modeled after it. Fifty Shades of Grey is smut. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. Um, God, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> it's upsetting to think about, especially Wesley you looking me at it? me. Okay, you know what? Actually, you know what's funnier? <laughs> Let's not do a cat. Let's do a capybara. It's a capybara. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. All right, there we go. Okay, so it's actually her neighbor's capybara. 
So it's not her personal capybara. So they have to hide this romance, but she like will sometimes come over for like a glass of wine with her neighbor and her neighbor's like a hot guy and he thinks that she's into him. But actually, and maybe she does like to distract from their actual love with the capybara at nighttime. She does hook up with the neighbor, but she's thinking about the capybara. Um, So it's like they can't always see each other. So they have to sneak away. She has to like say, oh, I'll take care of the capybara tonight. You have a night alone. (laughs) She gets railed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like even maybe it's in like the backyard because like the capybara hops over the fence. We see the morph. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Anna, Anna, what is it? Anamorph. 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 That's actually, Anamorphs is actually smut. My cat's going to knock your phone off my desk. Oh, yeah, because it's not comfy. I'm so sorry. Um. Anyway, that, that's mine. I went over my 30 seconds, but I did want to talk about Twilight and ask your opinion. Um. So, yeah, it's her neighbor's capybara that she has to sneak away, and it's always hot, sexy, really aggressive sex. I love it. And he's a very hairy man. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Billy's not looking, but come back. We're back, 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 back again. You're good. That wasn't all my topic. I was asking if she considered Twilight smut. Um, we talked a little bit about that for a second. Um, <laughs> good. Anyway. Groundbreaking stuff for me to listen to when we when I edit it. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, you'll love it. Um, this topic's very fun. So, Jane, you'll have to All right, to Jane, what you got for again. me? Okay. So, it's a woman. And she, this is, this is going to be a smut book that you have to sell. Okay. It's a woman and she is like in love with this neighbor's capybara. And this, this capybara turns into a man at night and you have to sell this book about a woman in a capybara. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jane, did you also, did you also recently have to watch the horrible film Love on a Leash? Because... Oh my God! We went. We had tickets to see how did this get made, and they talked about Love on a Leash, which is about a, a, a horny woman who's also a virgin who finds a dog, and the dog turns into a man at night, and it's horrible. It's such a bad movie. But imagine um, it as a capybara. <laughs> no, so okay, so this is called uh, Cappy. Oh no, you know what it's gonna be called? It's gonna be called Bara Me Cappy. Uh, and it's going to be like a bara joke, you know, like, but like the big guys. So this basically, basically her neighbor's got this capybara and she doesn't understand why she's got a connection with it. But then late one night, she finds a naked man in her garden and he's buff and he's hairy and he's ripped and he's, he needs her help. And she brings him inside and she bathes him and she gives him food. And then they just fuck <laughs> all night. She wakes up the next morning. And he's gone, but she looks out the window and she sees the little capybara scampering under the fence. She sees it escaping and she goes, surely not. But he keeps coming back night after night. No one seems to believe her. Her friends think she's crazy. She's got a mystery man that only shows up at night in her backyard and he's always naked. I don't think so. (laughs) But he's a a, a gentle lover and he reveals to her that uh, he was cursed by an ancient, ancient capybara demigod who lives in the forest and it the only the only way for his curse to be lifted is for him to pound it out 50 times <laughs> this has been like by the way a minute that's incredibly accurate to how some of these smart things go it's like <laughs> i have to fuck you like 80 times for me to it'll break the curse uh to be fair i will say the neighbor plot line came from mine the original prompt was just a smut with a capybara and a woman so 
you were fed a little bit of extra information, which is fair. And I think Billy won. I will give him that. Or you get to decide. Yeah, I get to decide. Billy won. <laughs> <laughs> I will just say I helped you, Billy. I gave you the initial. Thank you. Oh, oh, thank you, Dagny. Yes, I couldn't. I yeah, couldn't yeah, have yeah. thought of this horny, horny story without you. Oh God, I hate. But that. we did discuss Billy that um, uh, that he that the that the guy morphs into a capybara and out of a capybara like from animorphs like super like <laughs> terrible graphics like yeah yes and it's becomes a human he's just still crouched down <laughs> in like fetal position that's hot um would you read that yes <laughs> <laughs> i sure would oh wow what a fun Uh, sexy episode of optimist sometimes we need it i can't wait for our aunt to listen to this shout out to aunt terry if you've made it aunt terry i'm so sorry (laughs) she i I think she would actually be loving this but also aunt terry i fuck with you (laughs) you would like my aunt she's great she's very i I already like her yeah i'll send her your contact so you guys can text um well this has been Poptimist. Jane, is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh, um, no. <laughs> Did you have a short film? Is I do, it not available I do have a short public? film, but it's not, uh, it hasn't, it's in a festival run right now. It hasn't gotten into any mm. festivals yet. Yikes, maybe it sucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, I am actually writing a poetry book and that will be out oh. in October. So I can plug that. Um, it's a poetry called? book about the transition from uh, New York to L.A., I've been here a year. I'm very proud of it. I'm working with a good friend of mine who's going to be the artist. So uh, that'll be up on Amazon. And uh, I don't know the working title yet, but maybe I'll mention it to you guys later. And you can always offhand it it in a tag story. Uh, We'll promote the episode again and say, Mm -hmm. check out our smut friend. (laughs) Yeah. And her poetry (laughs) book. And let me tell you, that poetry is just as sexy. (laughs) Sorry. Um, no, I love that. Wait, what's the name of your short in case it is available to the public? Alone. It's called Alone. Lovely. Lovely, lovely. Um, well, thank you so much, Jane. You're thank the you. best. Thank you for having me. I, this was really enjoyable. This was really, was really nice. fun. And it was great to meet you, Billy. It's great to meet you, Jane. You guys could truly hang out anytime. You live very, very close to each other. I know. Other. That's surprising. I'm very excited. She oh, has bunny I do rabbits. Wanna... You should go over and meet the I bunnies. I love bunny rabbits. And they're very snuggly. I would like to beat the bunnies. One of the name well, one of them is named Indy. Walk over. Yeah, you could just I, walk I, over. I honestly think I probably could. Indy, um, aka Indiana Jones and Olive, aka Olivia Newton. <laughs> that's a great name. Both Indy and Olive. Name. That's great. Yeah. Um, before you wrap up, Dagny, I am also going to promote um, September 9th. I'm going to be at the Pack Theater in Hollywood nice. with Julian Michael. He's got a show he's starting called Hilarity, which Ooh. is stand-up comedy and therapy. I love it. That's um, nice. I'm I'm his first guest, but uh, um, basically I'm going to do 15 minutes of comedy. Come check it out. And then I'm going to have a, a conversation with Julian on trauma and comedy to deal with trauma and comedians going to therapy and how comedians well and about how comedians should go to therapy which is important um you can't solve all your problems with whiskey it's gonna be a great show and it's at the pack theater so it's like at a real hollywood staple um tickets are available on my instagram it's a small theater it only seats i think like 25 people maybe 30 people comedy show i've been i performed there before but oh he was 
Yeah, he was in the audience. He wasn't performing in a comedy show. Oh, <laughs> was like, ben? My boyfriend was performing. Uh, he ju- or Ben was there. Yeah. Um, and we will have Ben on the show at some point. I need to ask ben, him. Ben, and ben, now that I've ben, had you ben, ben. and like four other of his I friends, you, I'll know exactly what he's going to talk about. He has so many things to talk about. What would you guess? Either weed. Oh. Or uh, Elden Ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is a great game. Yeah. All right, we'll get oh, yeah. him on. I'm actually, I have I have a, a former guest who has reached out to me about coming on again to do an episode all about Cyberpunk 2077. And I think that would be a lot of fun. We could do that because that game is now playable, but what a horrible launch it had. What a, it's like a, now a, a horror story for the whole video game community. Don't make games that way. Okay. Damn, I didn't even know that. Um, I don't oh, even yeah, know that it'll is. be, you would learn so much. You would, it, Dagny, this whole story, this game was in development for nine years. They hyped it up with with trailers six years before it came out. Like they school. promoted it and promoted it. And then when it came out, it was like a buggy mess, like unplayable on the PS4 and the old generate. Like they were like, it's going to be on the PS4. But then if you didn't have a PS5, it wouldn't run like horrible launch stuff. Yikes. We'll get into it in a future episode. Foreshadow, we'll do it eventually. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Yeah. Well, this has been Poptimist. Um, I think you guys both got your plugs in, so we're yeah. all that sounded dirty. Um, so it's this a, has been it's theme of the show. It is theme of the show. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to check out all of our previous episodes. What we have like sixty something at this point, which is crazy. So many episodes, um, and they're all great. So you should listen to all of them, and be sure to comment, rate, subscribe, give us five stars, all that good stuff on every single episode. And if you would like to be updated on when a new episode drops, ideally every Wednesday, be sure to follow us on Instagram at PoptimusPod. Also, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, want to be a guest, email us at PoptimusPod at gmail.com. And I think that's everything. With that, everybody say goodbye. Bye. Well, goodbye. Goodbye.